welcome to Trustology. My name is Irene Cook. I am your host, and this is my new talk show, a platform in which I will be discussing real life topics about real life situations with real life people that I work with every single day. I want to teach the value of trust in the process, the psychology of trust. And optimally, I want you to have high hopes in the process. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, welcome to another episode of Trustology. I'm your host, Irene Cook, and today I'm going to talk about a subject that I've talked about before, and it's a really hard one to grasp, but I found myself discussing this multiple times yesterday, and I figured that instead of sending the podcast over and over to people, that I would revisit it. And of course, if you haven't listened to my podcast entitled uh, Weekend um, is much like uh, credit card debt. It doesn't go away. Um, indulging on the weekends rather is much like credit card debt. It doesn't go away. Um, it is a topic that might hit home. Um, and it's not just about the weekends. It's just about indulging. And it's a really hard topic for me to bring up because I don't want people to think that I am suggesting that you don't deserve to indulge. Um, I don't want people to think that I am implying that you don't deserve a treat. Um, And for sure, I'm not recommending that you be restrictive um, on any diet. And if you are in my program, um, if you listen to my podcasts, if you watch my webinars, you know that my top priority is sustainability in a program. Um, I sit here at 51 years old after multiple failures, multiple, multiple failures of, of relapsing on programs um, in my earlier years, uh, in my teens, in my 20s, in my 30s, in my early 40s, because of restrictions. And I finally developed a program that is about um, working things out so that you don't have to restrict. But um, I think that because we are programmed by society um, or by prior beliefs and prior diets to think that weight loss is about restricting, um, we find ourselves, and, and I find that members in my program and in previous programs when they come to me, by default, um, fear that by allowing themselves to have an indulgent uh, or go out to eat or kind of let themselves have a treat, um, that they are letting themselves down, um, that they're letting me down uh, as a facilitator of the program, um, that they're cheating, that they are um, indulging in a way that they shouldn't. And this brings on guilt. Um, I can't tell you how much this bothers me. Uh, I'm very open about this. I have four kids. 
Um, they're all very healthy. Uh, I've had my two older daughters have run half marathons. My second oldest has run a full marathon at 19 years old. Um, sadly, uh, that same daughter uh, suffered from an eating disorder going through middle school and early on in high school. And now she's she's healthy. She's 22. Um, we got through it through through help um, and a lot of of counseling. But um, I think about that guilt that is brought on um, from us feeling like we shouldn't have something that we sh think we shouldn't have. Um, and so, so this spirals into this topic. Uh, sometimes when we are about to indulge or if we're ha having something that we shouldn't have that's not on the plan per se, um, we tend to hide it. And I'm not talking about closet eating because that's a whole different topic. Um, closet eaters are people that only eat when someone's not around. And, and of course, I'm guilty of it. Um, I'm not guilty of it in the sense of, of me sitting in the kitchen indulging massive amounts of calories. But I'm, I'm open and honest in saying that I am more comfortable eating when no one's around. Uh, it's just easier to do. Uh, I'm, I'm more apt to grab at... Uh, the, the cookies or the Pringles when no one's around. Um, of course, I'm over that now. But in prior years, I, I, I can tell you that uh, when no one was home, it was easier for me to mindlessly snack. Well, that mindless snacking uh, becomes so comfortable that it becomes mindless even to the beholder. And what I mean by that is when you mindlessly snack, especially when no one's around, no one's seen you, um, or even if there are people around, um, uh, it becomes so mindless that it, it's so ordinary that you truly forget that you're doing it. And uh, for whatever reason, in the depths of our brain, we go into this denial, uh, this denial of, well, it couldn't have been that bad, um, or, well, it was only a bite. It was only a couple bites. It was only a nibble. Um, well, eventually those bites and those nibbles add up. And truthfully, it, it doesn't matter uh, because if it's if it's not uh, a large enough amount, it's not going to matter. But if you are struggling with your weight or if your weight isn't moving, if you're stuck, if you're idle, if you're frustrated because you can't figure out what the problem is, and you are somebody that might bite, nibble, um, graze, uh, then you need to take a step back and reevaluate that. Um, if you're somebody else that doesn't allow themselves to have that dessert, um, and I've talked about this multiple times, for years and years and years and years, we would go on family vacations. Uh, when my kids were little, we, we had this place up north, and we would walk over to the um, to the ice cream shop. And uh, I would never get ice cream for years and years and years. And uh, but yet I would my three kids would get ice cream and I would eat off of each of their ice creams, every single one of them. And I mean, they would get like this amazing ice cream and I would pick out like the marshmallows and the, the chocolate chip chunks and the, the big honking pieces of peanut butter. Um, and, and I was fooling myself because I didn't count that. And then I would go back to the cottage and sit there and eat my steamed broccoli, but yet the scale wasn't moving. And for whatever reason, 
um, I felt guilty about just getting the ice cream. Um, and, and in the end, when I finally opened my eyes to this and I saw that I was only hurting myself, um, and truthfully, I was, I was hurting, uh, my ego. Um, I was hurting, uh, I was restricting myself. Um, once I finally figured this out, uh, I started getting ice cream. Um, I would figure out which ice cream I would get and no, it wasn't the double chocolate chip chunk that the kids all got. Um, I would figure out which one was, uh, realistic and no, maybe it wasn't what I would want, but it was delicious. And I had my scoop of ice cream and I was so happy. Uh, and it would keep me from eating theirs. Um, I've, I've also talked about stories of taking them to Starbucks. And there were times where I'd be driving down, you know, the, the street and none of them would even ask for Starbucks because God knows after I popped out the fourth kid, it was uh, 30 some dollars to take my little monsters to, to Starbucks. <laughs> and it was a 25 uh, minute detour. And I would not get my Starbucks, but yet I would be drinking, you know, the cupcake latte from this one and the, you know, blueberry, you know, frappuccino from this one. And, and, and it added up. Um, and, and more so, um, when I opened my eyes to this, uh, and I truly did this, I, I told someone about this yesterday, I took a day where I added up what all those sips from those Starbucks lattes equaled. If you look at a small frappuccino from Starbucks and it might be 400 some calories uh, and I was, you know, sucking down uh, the equivalent of almost that, um, it made no sense. And then I would go home and I would be hungry and I would eat anyways. Um, and so, so those calories count. Um, and going back to my other episode where I talked about credit card debt, this would be the same thing as taking your credit card going shopping and not looking at the balance. Uh, that would be like going shopping every day, charging $20, $30, $40, little amounts um, that, you know, aren't substantial. But then at the end of the month, when that credit card bill comes, you don't look at it and you don't pay it. Uh, you sweep it under the carpet. Um, well, guess what? At the end of the year, your credit is screwed. You have people calling you. Uh, you can't finance a car, you can't finance a house, and you're wondering what you did wrong because those insignificant $20 charges uh, add up just like those bites and nibbles do. So, so again, I'm not suggesting you don't take bites. I'm not suggesting you don't take nibbles. But what I am suggesting is that if you do, that you're aware of them and that you limit them and that you count them. Now, if you're wondering, well, how do I count a bite of my daughter's, you know, double frappe mocha latte? Um, well, either figure it out or make an approximate guess. Um, you know, I've gone as far as figuring out what 10 French fries from McDonald's is because I was doing that as well. And once I did, and I realized that 10 French fries from McDonald's was about 80 calories, then I knew, well, if I want 10 French fries, it's 80 calories. Where prior years, I was just eating fries, and it was more than 10 because it was mindless, and I would do it all the time. Um, and so, so let's take that now to the next level. Um, let's take that to the level of 
going to a restaurant, uh, going away for the weekend. And again, you are allowed to, but you should still be aware. Um, don't go away for the weekend. Uh, don't go to Louis Vuitton and buy the most expensive purse and then skip off to Lululemon and buy yourself a whole new wardrobe and then complain on Monday uh, because you you can't use your credit card because it's maxed out. Uh, you have to be aware. Uh, those calories are still in your system. They don't go away. Um, and, and once I did this and once I saw this, it was truly an epiphany for me. Um, because just like shopping, I was a lot more decisive on what I chose to nibble on. Um, again, you're out shopping. Uh, you know you have a certain balance that you must stay within. And uh, you're not going to blow your 80 calories on McDonald's french fries if they taste crappy. <laughs> you know, if they taste good, then you are going to eat them. It's going to be worth it. Uh, just like if you are at uh, some store and there's a huge sale and it's too good to be true and you only have uh, your, your last hundred hours left, you're, you're going to spend it because you're going to figure out what to do. Um, so, so be aware of that. Um, and it's going to be life-changing for you because a couple things are going to happen. You're going to have more appreciation of what your intake is. You're going to feel less guilt. That's my favorite one. You're going to feel less guilt. And thirdly, you're going to feel less frustration. So give that a try. Uh, don't restrict. Don't feel guilty. And for the love of God, don't go shopping without looking at your balance. We all know that is not good. Enjoy your day, guys. like any information on my programs, all you have to do is log on to www.getyoufitfitnessandnutrition.com and look into joining the Get You Great Tier 1 program. You'll receive three months of meal plans, coaching, and access to the special website. If you'd also like to win a free month of nutrition, go on and do a Google review of Get You Fit or brag about how wonderful you loved this podcast on Spotify or iTunes. Enjoy your day and thanks for listening.